Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm Phil Jones from ITG Next and your host for our weekly podcast, Next State Georgia. We'll bring you this podcast once a week, featuring those personalities from the world of high school sports throughout Georgia and beyond. That's the Next State Georgia podcast, heard every week right here at ITG Next. Welcome to Next Take Georgia, a weekly podcast brought to you by ITG Next. Guys, I'm Phil Jones, and I am your host for this weekly podcast as I welcome in different guests each week from around the state to talk about what's happening in the world of high school sports and then some, including this week's guest who's going to talk to us not only about high school sports, but also going to venture over into the world of collegiate sports, primarily those Georgia Bulldogs. I'm proud to welcome in Lance McCurley. He covers high school sports for Middle and North Georgia area for the Eatonton Messenger as well as the Lake Oconee News. He also covers the University of Georgia. He is a graduate of the University of Georgia, and we're proud to have him, him join us this week as our guest on Next Take Georgia. Lance, how are you? I'm doing well. Well, how are you? The weather is, uh, woke up this morning, it's about 60 degrees and uh, got a good run in. So uh, I'm, I'm doing great today. It's all, it's awesome. Thank you for having me. Absolutely, Lance. We're glad to, that you agreed to join us. So I kind of gave the brief in, uh, introduction there, Lance. That I guess that pretty much covers it. But uh, just take a, a couple of seconds and tell our listeners. So you pretty much cover high school, a little bit of college sports, obviously, for the University of Georgia, and that's for a, uh, a media company there located around the, uh, the Eatonton area. Yes, with Smith Communications, we own uh, four newspapers. We own the Jones County News, Jones County, which is right above Macon, Bibb County, um, right there in central Georgia. And then we own also in Millersville, uh, we, I cover Baldwin High School, GMC Prep, and John Millage Academy over uh, on Lake Sinclair. And then uh, we go over a little bit more west towards Lake Oconee. We have the Eaton Messenger. And then for Green, Morgan, and Putnam Counties, we have the Lake Oconee News. So I'm kind of all over the place in central Georgia, but I live up here in Athens. Uh, and I, I thoroughly enjoy it. It's, uh, it's opened my eyes to a, a lot of different things and, and getting to meet a lot of new people. So... To kind of a new perspective on life when I got this job. 
That's fantastic. Fantastic. Well, uh, Lance, thanks so much for, for that. And uh, let's get right into it. I guess the, the primary thing, of course, University of Georgia uh, is, of course, dominated the headlines here in the state and really nationally when it comes to college sports, especially college football, having won now the back-to-back uh, national championships. Talk about what it's been like, you know, in that area as well as covering the dogs. It's been absolutely amazing. And, you, you know, for me to be just for myself on the start, to be alongside it. My dad was on the field in, in 80, 81 when Herschel won at New Orleans or was in the stands. And then him and I, the last two years, have traveled to traveled to Miami, traveled to Atlanta. We know we're not far from Atlanta. Traveled to Indianapolis and then out to California. And it's just been amazing to see from a fan's perspective, just to see the life kind of pumped back into the city and into the state. And then covering it, you know, I've talked to many high school coaches around the area. And, you know, it's good for Georgia football to be this good in the state of Georgia and kind of in the topic of conversation because that not only, you know, brings in revenue for the state, but it also, you know, shines a light on on how good high school football is in Georgia. Because when you think about high school football, you think about Texas, you think about California, and then you think about Alabama, but you also think of Georgia and Florida. And honestly, in my opinion, Georgia has some of the best talent, if not the best talent, in the entire country. And I mean, you can look at I mean, you can look at I think in the last there was a stat before this last national championship game that, you know, there were there have been seven quarterbacks from the state of Georgia, not from the University of Georgia, from the state of Georgia that have started and at each of the last seven uh, college football playoff national championships so if that just tells you anything that that just that just kind of indicates how much talent is down here and with georgia being so good you know more school you know obviously georgia alabama florida ohio state oklahoma usc texas all those schools all recruit the state of georgia but now you're going to start getting more these g5 schools coming uh-huh. in and uh you know juco which is good for some of which is good for especially for some of the athletes uh that i that i cover and i kind of want to bring up an example you know gr- i cover green county high school which is where which is about 30 minutes uh from uh, where i live now here in athens and it's where josh nesbitt quarterback highly touted quarterback in the mid late 2010s uh went to green county he ended up playing at georgia tech and uh they have a couple more but you know there's a kid named archias Wright that's now going to cumberland university I feel like maybe without that uh, expo- exposure that, you know, Georgia's kind of brought in and other schools, come in, more schools are coming into the state and getting kids like that that haven't had that opportunity before. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, and I think that uh, the success with, with Georgia the last couple of years, obviously the, the national title speak for themselves, but I think another element – that really makes it great, Lance, and tell me if you agree, uh, mm-hmm. is the fact that, you know, Kirby Smart made it a priority to, to to close off the borders. In other words, he wanted to make sure that the top players in Georgia coming out of high school stayed in the state of Georgia. And, of course, that meant going and committing to the University of Georgia Bulldogs. How much do you think that has helped? And, and, and not only the, the dogs program, but – in terms of high school football programs and the fan base surrounding both high school and Georgia, as far as Georgia Bulldogs, I mean, talk about the impact that that has had with both of those entities kind of joined at the hip. 
and don't get me wrong, I know there's great players that we pluck from other states, like you mentioned, but I think you understand my point. Exactly. Well, you look at you look at you know some of Mark Rich recruiting classes versus Kirby's recruiting classes, and Kirby's Kirby's also had a pipeline, you know, out of coming in from other states too. But I mean, if you look on most of these recruiting classes, they're probably if you break down since 2016, they're probably a majority of Georgia players, and that's a and that's a good thing as well because. I mean, you look at you look at a guy like Stetson Bennett, for example, who I'm sure that you know we were going to talk about anyway. But you know, he comes from he comes from small town Pierce County, or uh, small town Hunta, Georgia, transfers over to uh, to Pierce County down there near where you are in Valdosta, and has a couple of mid-major <clears throat> offers. And he could have gone out of state. You know, if he doesn't come to Georgia, are we are we sitting here having this conversation right now? And you look at other guys like Nolan Smith, Nolan Smith. You know, Warren Brinson, Richard Account, who's in the NFL right now. And, you know, it's it's good. I think it's a good thing for, if that makes any sense, for Georgia to have that much success and to be able to keep it within within the state just makes it a lot more wholesome, in my, in my opinion. We are proud to have Lance McCurley joining us here on Next State Georgia. He is a University of Georgia grad, and he currently – covers high school sports as well as college sports, primarily for the University of Georgia, out of the Middle Georgia area for the Eatonton Messenger, the Lake Oconee News, and, uh, again, pretty much uh, keeping sports fans in that area up to speed on what's happening with their high school and college sports. Speaking of, uh, of high school sports, let's transition over to the high school side. So who are the top programs, Lance, in your area, in your immediate area there? Uh, I guess let's talk about you know the high school football uh, starting there. Um, do you cover, um, just trying to think here, uh, Prince Avenue Christian? I do, I do not, but I'm very, very familiar with uh, with Prince Avenue. I've uh, had many friends go there, many graduates, uh, including Christian Payne, who was uh, fullback at Georgia on scholarship, and on uh, but he became on scholarship with Rick, and then he finished out his career with Kirby, uh, who's now still living here in Athens. So I'm very familiar with with that, and you know they've got they've got one of the I think the best quarterbacks in the state with Aaron Philo right now. Uh, who I think has led the state in passing the last two years. Who, of course, succeeded Vandegriff. Vandegrift, who's uh, now obviously at UGA. Yeah, so, again, kind of a, a small world, speaking uh, you know, football-wise anyway, as far as that school, because that's a, what a Class A school. Mm-hmm. And you're talking about uh, it, it producing these two great quarterbacks – you know, back to back. Of course, uh, again, it was Vandergriff, and now it's as you mentioned, Aaron Philo. Um, mm-hmm. And has Philo made a, a commitment yet? Philo has not. I I think his. I'm not real familiar with his recruitment, but he just finished, I believe, his sophomore junior season. So it's starting to pick up. I know. Um, yes. I know. I know for a fact. I've seen. I've seen him tweet out some mid-major offers. I don't know the schools in particular. But recently, I've started seeing more traction, um, you know, because I kind of I don't I don't look at, you know, one recruiting site. I look at on three. I don't look just at on three. I look at rivals. I look at, you know, it's that well, well, I guess it used to be scout.com rivals. But I look at two, four, seven sports. I look at all three of them and just kind of uh, and just kind of make my own assumption, you know, who's, you know, who's top in the state. And I kind of make my own stars, if that makes any sense. But uh, he's starting to pick up with some of these group of five schools. 
And I think that once he finally gets that first power five offer, then it's going to be like a snowball effect. And he's going to start to get a lot, a lot more. And I'd like to bring up his, I think one of his bet, one of the best players on the Prince Avenue team who we saw, if you watched the state championship game that this past one, they just won Bailey Stockton, who just signed with Georgia tech. That's Um, right. Stockton didn't have a lot. Stockton didn't have, people didn't have a lot of stock in Stockton. Um, for a while because they didn't really know much about him. And I feel like, you know, that's a lot of that's because of the transfer portal and NIL. We can get into that another day. But, you know, af- after, you know, a lot of these schools, uh, you know, saw him get 10, saw him get 10, 12 tackles, score a couple of touchdowns, two weeks removed from, you know, I think breaking his collarbone, <laughs> breaking his collarbone in the, in the, uh, in the quarterfinal game. And he comes out and, uh, Without doctor's permission to plays, I think he showed a lot of toughness. And then after you know, after that performance, next day I see Georgia State. Next day I see Georgia Southern, and then I see and then I see the Tech offer. And then I think he got an, a few smaller ones. UGA had him as a walk. UGA wanted to have him as a walk on, and uh, and I think Will Muschamp is what I heard wanted him to play BD DB. But you know, Brent Key went and got him a good one. So you know, it's stuff like stuff like that that I think that's is going to happen for Philo, uh, you know, here is he uh, not matures, but just grows a little older. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. And uh, and I think you're spot on there. And uh, speaking of Bailey Stockton now, uh, he was a two-way guy at Prince Avenue Christian, right? Yes, he was. Yeah. is And so you mentioned that um, there's uh, coaches, uh, you mentioned one university, one school there, wanted to make him a, a defensive back. Uh, where do you think he's going to be most productive? I know, of course, he uh, racked up a ton of yardage as a wide receiver uh, for the Wolverines. Uh, but what's, what's your thoughts there on Bailey Stockton settling in to one position or another? I think he could succeed in uh, Buster Faulkner's offense, obviously, of course. You know, Buster Faulkner was on staff the last three years under, under Todd Monken here at UGA. And then, you know, before that, I think he was a Southern Miss. And I think it's I think it's sort of a gimmicky offense, kind of like Monken's with, you know, many moving parts. So I could see I could see Stockton with his frame and his size if he, you know, gets in with Georgia Tech's, uh, you know, athletic, you know, athletic training uh, facility and then just puts on some weight. I can definitely see him, you know. In the, at least in the ACC, having a lot of success against, uh, you know, some of those smaller DBs. It's, you know, it's some of those smaller schools like Wake Forest and C-State, mm-hmm, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that he could he could definitely succeed uh, at the position, wide receiver position, which is what, you know, he was recruited for um, at yeah. Georgia Tech. Yeah, and what a, what a haul for Georgia Tech, by the way. That's a yeah. great get. I'd like to highlight one of uh one of my one of my athletes. Um, Absolutely, Gate, the floor's Gate all yours. Wood, Gate, Gatewood School, G I. It's the formerly of the GISA, sure, the GIA now. Mm-hmm. Um, Gatewood won a couple of uh, state championships in Class Two A. They've competed. They've kind of fallen off in the last couple of years. But uh, is what's funny is I was on Twitter one day and I see uh, I see one of my one of my athletes. His name is Evan Bennett. He gets an offer from North Carolina, and Tommy Fig and Tommy Figpen. So I get on Twitter, and I get his number, and I text him, and I call him. So, so you know, is this you know, is this an official offer? Is a walk on? He goes, no, it's a scholarship offer. And uh, you know, my, um, you know, two weeks ago, I'm it's right at deadline. He tweets that he's going to be going to North Carolina. 
Now, if you look this kid up right now, like I am, he's not rated on any of these recruiting sites. I think that on three has him only as like a three star, but he's a, you know, he's a fullback tight end linebacker. He's six, three, two, 10. And he is North Carolina's first commit, I believe in their 24 class. And I went on the, uh, two, four, seven, uh, Tar Heels board after, and they're like, who is this guy? Who is this guy? And a lot of people didn't know who he was, but, you know, they put trust in Tommy Thigpen. And, uh, you know, I think I think that he, uh, that Evan, um, you know, just, just seeing him play a couple times over the last couple of years, I think he's one of those kids like Stockton that could be highly under-recruited. But, you know, he could, you know, he could thrive at a school like UNC where, you know, at Georgia, they're, you know, Georgia, they're expecting, you know, a lot out of you and you change your body, change your mind. Um, you know, life's a football. I'm not saying that that's not what it's going to be in North Carolina, but, you know, you know, Georgia's cutthroat. North Carolina might not be as cutthroat, but he can have a lot of success with less expectations if that, you know, makes any sense. Not knocking, not knocking the kid at all either, because I think he's going to be a star at North Carolina. But I think just kids like that, just are, you know, it's good for them to get chances. Yeah, and his name again? His name is Evan Bennett. Evan Bennett. And what class is he? He is the class of 2024. Okay, Evan Bennett. So I'm going to write that name down because I love, <laughs> you know, these dark horse uh, players and kids, so to speak. And uh, maybe the kids that aren't getting all the publicity like some of the other headliners are. Uh, mm-hmm. So Evan Bennett, Bennett. Out of out of Gatewood School in Eatonton. All right. Noted, sir. It is <laughs> duly noted for sure. <laughs> We're talking to Lance McCurley. He's our guest on this week's Next Take Georgia. He covers sports, high school, and some college sports, primarily for the University of Georgia. And he uh, writes for uh, the Edenton Messenger as well as the Lake Oconee News. And that is for what's the name of the, of the media company? Smith Communications. Smith Communications. And we are glad to have uh, Lance sharing his knowledge of sports in that area. Of course, ITG Next covers the entire state of Georgia, but it's good to get folks that are, of course, uh, centered in particular uh, parts of the state so we can kind of get their take on uh, the sports that they immediately cover there. And we're glad that uh, Lance is joining us to talk about sports in the central Georgia. I guess that's what, the east central Georgia area you cover? I would say I would say it's more people call it middle Georgia, but yeah. I, I think it's east it's east central. There's uh Georgia's probably Georgia's one of the biggest states. It's just it's just weird how you can drive across Connecticut in an hour probably and to go from where you're at to Raven County where Gunner Stockton played, it's like six hours. Yes. So, Big, so, well biggest state so, of the, uh, east of the Mississippi. So uh, that, there you go. That is, that is very true, but I'd say east I'd say east central's probably probably a good uh a good name for it so lance tell me so you mentioned the uh the young man uh out of uh, gatewood uh, evan bennett uh tell us who else uh well i guess let me ask you this i want to stay with prince avenue christian mm-hmm. so we had um uh the vandergriff young man who's now at georgia uh, do you think he's going to break through? I know that Kirby loves to stockpile quarterbacks, and that's all well and good. The only thing that worries me is, of course, with the transfer portal, you got a feeling that if some of these guys who have been the man at their particular high school, Lance, are, mm-hmm. are coming to Georgia and they don't get a chance to start, 
or see considerable playing time, you got to wonder if they're going to take advantage of uh, the transfer portal. That's my only hesitation with getting too many great quarterbacks. And people can say, well, are you nuts? You know, you can never have enough good quarterbacks or great quarterbacks. And I beg to differ because, again, I mm-hmm. think the transfer portal makes it so easy for a kid who, hey, if I'm not getting playing time, if I'm not going to be the guy, then I'll just jump in and, and see, you know, what's out there. What are your thoughts on that as far as Vandergriff being able to break through uh, in that uh, crowded quarterback room at the University of Georgia? Well, I'll say just for Kirby, it's a, it's a great thing to have, just kind of like if you're Oh, sure. Fan. If you're a San Francisco 49er fan, you got Brock Purdy and Trey Lance. Now Jimmy G's out. Yeah, you know it's a it's a good thing to have. Um, in terms of Vandegrift, uh, in my opinion, I think that he has the tools to compete at UGA, and I think that that he's going to stick it out this season. And this is there's a couple reasons why. I've also I've heard from you know many people around the program and from around Prince Avenue that, he, that he's actually close close to graduating. So, you know, in case, you know, he doesn't get all the playing time this year, he can grad transfer next year because he still has, I think it's going into year three, he still has two more years of eligibility left. Um, And the second reason is I think that Kirby is not going to name a starting quarterback until late into fall camp, or we may not even see until like, because, I mean, if you look at George's schedule next year, you know, I'm not looking at it right now, but I I think the fourth or fifth game is when it really, really picks up. So you've got a couple of cupcakes in there. I think you've got South Carolina in there early, which, it, you know, might be a better game than expected. But, you know, Kirby's roster management, I think, is amazing. And I think that he's going to play chess and not checkers and not name a starting quarterback with hopes of, with hopes of wanting them not, not hitting the portal. Because I think he, want, he still doesn't know yet. Obviously, we're way off from, uh, you know, learning who's going who's gonna to start at Georgia. But I think that, uh, you know, he's going to use this time – you know, here in the spring, summer, and then fall camp, and then probably make a decision. So that's, and I think Vandergriff's obviously in the running because he's been in the, uh, he he ran scout team offense a couple of years ago. And then I think he took over third string duties this year while Gunnar Stockton ran uh, the scout team offense. And now with hopefully Todd Monken coming back, all signs indicate that he's probably not going to take that job with the Ravens or, with uh, Tampa Bay, which he both interviewed. Yeah. I think, I think that Vandegrift ends up staying at least another year. And if he doesn't, if he doesn't start after this year, I think he's gone, but I think that he has a legitimate shot this year just because of his mobility as well. And we saw how, you know, we saw how, how well the Todd Monken dialed up plays for Stetson Bennett, who's a mobile quarterback and Vandegrift's kind of the same. And uh, a lot of people don't, you know, remember that, you know, at one, you know, at one time, I think as a, as a sophomore or, you know, late into his, you know, junior year before his senior season, he was committed to Oklahoma when Lincoln Riley was still there. And that, I mean, whatever class he was in with, with, I think it was with Caleb Williams or maybe, it maybe wasn't, but he was, whoever was in that class, Vandegrift was Lincoln Riley's, you know, top choice. Lincoln Riley's coached a couple of Heisman trophy-winning quarterback. So if that says anything about his talent, then, uh, you know, if some you know, someone doesn't understand that, I just don't think they understand football because Vandegrift has the tools. It's just it's just a matter if he can, you know, actually, you know, take him to the field and, you know, be able to, uh, you know, develop in this uh, – in Georgia's system. 
Yeah, absolutely. I'm with you there uh, 100%, uh, Lance. Finishing up uh, this afternoon, or whenever you may be listening to Next Day Georgia here at ITG Next, I'm Phil Jones, your host. We are visiting with Lance McCurley. He writes for uh, the Eatonton Messenger and Lake Oconee News covering high school sports, primarily there in uh, the central Georgia area, also for the University of Georgia Bulldogs. So uh, so give me another school in that area. You mentioned Prince Avenue Christian. You mentioned Gatewood. Um, who's another school or a team or player that we should be looking out for from your neck of the woods? Am I going Am I going any sport or am I going just football? Uh, let's, let's stick with football for now. Let's stick with football. Hmm. I could go. I could go with my Oconee County Warriors, but I'm not going to. We've been. We've we've developed a couple of decent quarterbacks. Max Johns, Max Johnson, who's now at A&M, who was at LSU. I'm going to go with. So I cover. So I cover a few schools, like I mentioned in Milledgeville. Yeah. One pl- and one player to watch out for, I think, who's probably one of the most talented running backs in the class. And all three. And all three recruiting sites will back me up. His name is Michael Welch from Baldwin High School. Oh, hey, you know what? You threw me a curveball there. I thought you were going to go with <laughs> with John Millage Academy. Who? I, I, yeah, I could. I, I could have, and and that's a. And I was going to shout them out too. They've won. JT Wall, former Georgia fullback. Yes. Uh, who's their head coach? They've won four state titles in a row. Right. Um, and a, oh, they broke Buford's state record. I think in the in the quarterfinals this year. Um. When they when they I think they beat Harris Connors. It was one of is one of those other schools. They've they've won. They set the record for most consecutive games, and they're still right. on the roll. Right, right. <laughs> so I know that they uh, have been producing. You know, we were talking about Prince Avenue Christian producing quarterbacks. I know that uh, mm-hmm. uh, John Millage Academy has been producing under under Coach Wall has been producing some pretty good running backs. So we'll close with this. Tell me about the young man, the running back from Baldwin, as well as uh, who's up and coming there for John Millage. I will say I'll start with Baldwin Welch. I first when I the, I didn't cover Baldwin initially when I got the job February first two years ago. I started with football. We uh, we lost our sports writer at the newspaper, and you know I'm looking online to see because that's where Javon Bullard come from came from. And if you don't know who Javon Bullard is, Javon Bullard is the Georgia. The, one of the most underrated DBs uh, on the Georgia team that won the Peach Bowl MVP, defensive MVP and the national championship MVP. He was the one that had a hit on Marvin Jr. Okay. Marvin Harrison Jr. Um, and Coach Jesse, I contacted Coach Jesse Hicks over at Baldwin, and he's like, man, you got to come, you got to come watch. Uh, you know, I've got a good running back. He's a bit undersized. He's, I think he's around 5'9, five, 5'10, five, maybe, you know, 195 pounds, but. He's a burst of energy, and uh, I watched him play Putnam County this year for the first time live in a game, and then I went back. Or that's the last time I played LaGrange in the state championship before. He was kind of limited in that game, but I saw him returning kicks at first. I saw him, you know, he played deep. He, there are 4A schools, so he played defense, but he's a bit under. He's a bit undersized, but he's a, he's got a burst of speed. He probably runs a 4-4. Or or four five four five four mm-hmm. six. I think mm-hmm. I think he's I think he's closing in on that four four time. I believe he also runs track too or did, but you know he's he has offers from Tennessee, Georgia Tech, Middle Tennessee State. He has an offer from UGA. Um, he has an offer from Kentucky. He is a four star running back, uh, depending on what I believe his rivals has him as a four star. 
and the 247 Sports Composite, which takes all of the recruiting sites together and, uh-huh. and it gives a composite score. He's a four-star. He's a stud. And his name opinion. again? Michael Welch, M-I-C-A-H, W-E-L-C-H. He, uh, and I think he, he, he recently, this week, just got an offer from Virginia Tech. Okay, and so, again, he plays for? Baldwin High School in and, Milledgeville. And he's running back. Yes. Wow. Okay. So that's another name uh, that we are going to uh, that we're going to write down and remember here. All right. Then, yeah. Go ahead. And then out of John Millage, John Millage had a senior quarterback this year named Briggs Edie. He's probably around 5'10", 185, 195 at the most. He he, I believe, won uh, GIAA offensive player of the year he rushed for over a thousand yards he pat he passed for near if not over a thousand yards good um you know over i think he had he has to have over 30 total touchdowns i don't have the max preps stats right uh you know right next to me but then you go he but then he goes to the basketball court and he's led the john millage basketball team to an 18 and 2 record he i think he's their second leading scorer and then uh Basketball is actually the only sport he hasn't won a state championship in. He's a you know member, he's a uh, member of the uh, John Millage Academy state championship baseball team last wow. year. So he, he's just an all-around good athlete. He's a good kid. He's a good t- good kid too. He's got a twin brother named Banks Edie, who's also a good athlete. But uh, I think Briggs, you know, is the better is the better two between them. He's a stud. He's a stud. I went to their state championship game. Making five star stadium over, uh, you know, in December, and they absolutely blew the team that they played out of the water. I mean, I mean, you look back, he drives back for a pass, and he takes and he takes off for you know seventy six yard touchdown on like the third play of the game. Most of those games, John John Miller's plays are over before they start. Wow, so it sounds like a, a big time difference maker again. So in closing, that is Briggs Eady. Briggs, E-D-B-R-I-G-G-S-E-A-D-Y. And then Michael Welch. Michael Welch, yes, sir. So Michael Welch from Baldwin, and then you've got Briggs Edie from John Millage Academy. That's two names to keep an eye on, and I'm certain that Lance McCurley is going to help us do just that. Lance, thank you so much for joining of us. Of course. Uh, here on Next State Georgia, you have been a wealth of information and this is the very reason that we love to get uh, different sports personalities from around the state to give us a, a, a view on what's happening, like I said, in your area. And you really did a super, super job of, of that today here on the show. Thank you so much, and I appreciate you having me on. You're welcome. Lance, uh, where can people follow you? Do you all give you a chance to get out your uh, Twitter handle or where people can uh, – uh, that's yeah. how I actually found out about you. Yes, my Twitter handle is just at Lance McCurley. It's L-A-N-C-E-M-C-C-U-R-L-E-Y. That's where they can uh, That's where they can find me. And he does good stuff, guys. Like I said, that's where I found out, uh, Lance. I was reading some of his stuff, and I thought, uh, hey, this will be a great guy to have on the, uh, the show. And he did not disappoint. Lance, great stuff. Again, thank you so much, and we'll catch up with you again real soon. Of course. Thank you. All right. Thank, guys, thank you so much. I want to thank Lance McCurley for joining us again, our host this week on Next State Georgia. Be sure to check out the show. Be sure to check out our other shows, including my podcast I do every Monday live, 
Facebook Live Extra Point with Phil Jones. You guys can check that out at ITG Next Georgia's Facebook page. Five o'clock live every Monday. We have different guests at the Valdosta High head football coach on Shelton Felton this past week. Uh, uh, had Rush Probst on the week before that. Of course, the former Georgia, now back in Alabama. So this is what we do here on the show. We uh, invite coaches, players, sports uh, personalities from the media to bring us up to speed and give us their different perspectives on what's happening in the world of sports, primarily high school sports. Although we do jump into some of the the collegiate stuff as we did today with uh, with Lance. So again, guys, be sure to check out our podcast, Next State Georgia, uh, every week right here. Again, a product of ITG Next Georgia. Be sure to check us out next week, guys, right here, ITG Next. Next, take Georgia with yours truly. Phil Jones. Until then, have a great week, everybody.